welcome back to my podcast, you know, Motion with Me. So, I know this probably isn't the episode you're expecting. I know that we kind of planned on the next episode following uh, Jeff Pugh. I don't need anyone else to be about the person that's been a common denominator in a lot of these stories. Of. But, no. I kind of can't calm my mind down because I like... I like talking to people when my mind gets overwhelming. And so, it being, you know, casually 4.22 a.m., I can't talk to anyone. No one's awake. (laughs) So, here I am, about to record this, and just go ham. So, to set the scene, I got a letter yesterday from my best friend. He's in the army. Um, I'm sitting outside on my front porch wearing my favorite hoodie. It's yellow. If you know whose hoodie it is, then you know. Basketball shorts. I know that sounds weird. Ethan wearing basketball shorts. Yeah. I got a candle lit in front of me because, you know, which talk told me to, basically. And I have a little asshole dog running around. So if y'all hear any dog noises, it's a dog. Um... If you hear the wind, the wind's blowing, it's kind of really nice night, kind of cloudy sky, but at the same time, it's super clear. It's a contradiction, I know. But if you know me, you know I'm very variable about what I want and what I don't want. Like, for example, I've always been like, I don't want kids. Well, what about if your partner wants kids? Well, then they can sign all the papers and they can have kids. But those kids will be their responsibility. Um, And I'm like that because sometimes I just want to disappear off the face of the earth. And I want to be able to do that without having to worry about affecting your kid's life. And I have a lot of mental issues. And a lot of them are hereditary. And... I know I won't be a very good father with how many issues I have personally. So I've just been like, nah, I don't I don't need kids. Kids aren't a factor in life that I need. I mean, I have no paternal instincts. None. I asked like a two week old if they wanted pizza, okay? Like, you wanna try this pizza? I mean Thank God my sister was there and I was like, no. Um, I don't know if that actually happened, but I felt like that's how it would have played out. Um, shout out to Summer if she's listening. Um, but this goes a lot deeper than what I want and what I don't want. Um, it kind of goes into the aspect of how I've changed. All because of a person. And... The weirdest part is is they never ask me to change. I just know what their goals in life are and I wanna help them. I wanna be there with them and for them. Um, Like for example, I used to be like, I don't wanna get married. Marriage, not one person, no. But here we are. Supreme Court is looking to review the landmark case that legalized same-sex marriage. And now I'm freaking out because what if I don't get to get married? What if they make 
marrying the person I love illegal again. Um, that would suck if I didn't get to marry one of my best friends. Like, I mean, that's all I'm looking for, to spend the rest of my life with someone I can call my best friend. Because that's who you gotta marry. You gotta marry your best friend. Um, and I, I did low-key propose. But, I mean, he said no. But, it's whatever. That's all I'm saying. It's whatever. It's fine. Um, I mean, I suck at keeping things anonymous. I have said everyone's name in their podcast at least once. I just started leaving it in there because I got tired of taking it out every time. So, I mean, if you hear the name, you hear the name. But, uh, I would have kids with this person. Like, the person I'm enamored by right now, which if you listen to the last one, you would know who I'm talking about. But they want three to five kids. I think it was three, but it could have been five. I I don't remember. (laughs) don't remember the exact number, but I know they want multiple children. And... I mean, if if he wanted to adopt, hell yeah, I'd sign those papers too. I mean, yeah, I've been to a mental hospital and all that, and a lot of that kind of does impede adoption. But I'm getting better. It's been almost... It's been a year and a half, so I'm getting better. I've, I've been getting help ever since that, so yay me. Starting new meds today. Just got lightheaded from them, but it's cool. Um, but then again, if you wanted to, to have kids that were genetically his, and you wanted to go knock up a girl, I mean, I'd be fine with that too, for the sake of his happiness. Like, if you wanted to have kids the old-fashioned way, then, I mean, go for it. As long as you come back home, I guess, right? Um, and then, like, I've always been like, oh, I want to run away. I want a completely fresh start. I want to drop everyone. But then he's like, I want to go, too. And I'm like, okay, only you. And then a lot of people in that moment, they're like, oh, but can so-and-so come, too? But what's the point of a fresh start in a new place if, you take your old friend group, you know? And yeah, that might be hurtful to some of my friends listening, like Destiny, Gracie. Um, I don't know if Ellie and Kylie listen to these, I doubt. So, uh, Devin, I mean, if I dip out, I probably won't take any of y'all. Um, that's not really a fresh start if I bring the same people. And I'm not saying anything bad about y'all, but if the friends and people I was around here weren't good enough to keep me here. Like, if I wasn't being, if I wasn't able to stay sane with y'all here, what makes y'all think I would be able to stay sane with y'all there, you know? I mean, these are just late night thoughts that are just kind of fumbling out of my head. (laughs) I had an idea about where I wanted to go with this, but kind of lost it. Um, but he, he's never asked me 
to do any of that. I mean, before he left, I said, I will marry you right here, right now. That way I get to keep my best friend, you get to keep your best friend, and you have someone to go to in your darkest times while you're there. And he wouldn't have to live in the barracks, but he told me, no, I have to marry a woman. And I said, I mean, you don't have to, but I understand what you're saying. And so I'm okay with that. I mean, just friends is good enough for me because at least I have him still, you know? Like if we were to date, get married, and then have a falling out, then I'd lose my, my best friend, my absolute best friend, person that knows me the best. I would lose him twice. I don't want to lose him at all. So here we are just vibing as best friends, you know? Um, so like moving on, I mean, is just a fact of life. I mean, yeah, I love him like soulmate, like a soulmate, twin flame, whatever you want to call it. And I know soulmates can be platonic or romantic, but he's all I want. Um, nobody, nobody's as attractive to me as he is. I mean, that's wow. Like, yeah, yeah, he may not be the best looking to you, but like, I've, I have fallen for his soul, for his personality. It's not, it's not looks that I care about. I, I go for friendship, and then I start focusing on what they look like. Like, if we click, then I don't give a fuck if you're missing all your teeth and an eye and an ear on the opposite side of the head. I don't care. I like you for you. I don't care if you're a midget. I like you for you. Well, I mean, nothing against midgets, but they kind of scare me. But moving on, I like the person for the person. I don't like the person for their looks because in 70 years, if both people are still alive, we ain't going to look nowhere near the same. We're all going to be old and faded and wrinkled and gray-haired and everything. But ultimately, our personalities will be the same. Like, deep down in our core, we will be the same person that we were 70 years prior. And if we're not, then we've grown with each other. We've adapted with each other. And... That, that's what love should be. It shouldn't be, damn, he has abs. Look at that. He looks like a fuckboy. That's what girls go for these days. Or fuckboys that don't give a fuck. Okay? That, that's all fuckboys are. They don't care. They just fuck you, your best friend, your sister, your cousin, your homegirl he told you not to worry about. Yeah. They're probably all fucking. His coworkers, you know, entertaining all these people. And he doesn't care, but my best friend, I mean, yeah, he may have a past, and he has shown he may not be the most loyal person, but in the end, he is there for you. He has grown as a human being. Um, 
he, he truly cares. And that's, that's what you need to look for. You need to find you a best friend that probably doesn't have the cleanest record, okay? And that's fine because that means they have made mistakes and they know how to grow from them. Um, you gotta, you gotta find that time. Even if y'all don't spend a lot of time together, the time y'all do spend together should say something like, all right. For example, you're giving your best friend a ride home from work. Y'all go straight to his house, drop him off, you go home. All right? And then you start letting him drive. Same process. Drop him off at his house, go home. And then it progresses to taking a five-minute detour, taking a 10-minute detour, taking a 30-minute detour from where a 15-minute drive turns into an hour and 15-minute drive. And the whole way, y'all just laugh, joke, listen to music, have deep-ass conversation, check up on each other. That's what you need to look for in life. You don't need the dude that only hits you up at midnight when he's horny. You need the person that will call you off their house phone when their phone's turned off. When they don't have service on their phone, they'll call you on their house phone. Even if it is for a ride to and from work, they still chose you. And when they hit you up to see where you're at, because they know you're off work and they're at work, and they're like, hey, you should come up to such and such. Hang out with me while I'm working. It's boring. And then you hear all your friends saying, y'all are so cute together. Oh my God, when are y'all gonna start dating? And, and y'all are both like, oh no, we're just friends. But you both know that's a lie. Because even if you don't date, you're still more than friends. Best friends, at least. That's the bare minimum is best friends. And if y'all do try to date and y'all break up, don't don't lose that friendship. That friendship, that that life-saving, life-changing friendship should never just be tossed because y'all aren't dating anymore. Don't be the petty bitch. Stay friends. Stay best friends. They still know you the best. And now if it becomes toxic and they're abusive, then drop them, yeah. But now all I can think is he said I miss you like crazy I just want to hang out with you again just you I don't need anyone else and everyone's like dude that means something that means something more than what it says and I me Ethan I don't understand because we're friends and I know our personalities line up and they're flirty and cute and cuddly together. But no, I'm not gonna be led on by my best friend while he's over 10 hours away. Like, what the fuck? I'm not here for that. Like, I asked him to explain what it meant. Did it mean what it said? Or did he mean something else? And I swear to the good Lord, or whatever y'all worship, I don't care. 
I swear to whoever's listening. If he's just fucking with me again. <laughs> okay, again. Yes, again. Then I'm going to kick his ass when he gets home on boot leave. Yeah, he's going to be able to kick my ass because, you know, 14 weeks of basic training in the U.S. Army. But I'm going to still kick his ass because I'm going to hit him where it hurts. I'm going to just walk up and smack him and run off. <laughs> but no, he, he won't hurt me. And I would never hurt him intentionally like that. I would never walk up and just deck him in his face or slap him or actually truly fight him. Wrestling, yeah, that's different. But like actual fighting, uh, no. Because for one, he's never hit me like that. Violently hit me. Like love taps here and there, yes. Smacks here and there, yeah. But I mean, they were always deserved. If you know uh, the stories, then yeah, always deserve. Um, but I mean, I would smack him back, so it was like playful. But he swore he would never hit me no matter how mad he got. And dear Lord, did I try to piss him off to that point. Never worked. Never fucking worked. Which kind of pisses me off. But thing, things are changing. And he said he never realized how good he had it until he left. And how him and I never spent enough time together. But we spent all the... We worked together at two different places. I gave him a ride back and forth to work every day almost. To both, from both places most of the time. And... The candle now. I don't think that's a good sign. I don't know what that means. Let's pour up the wax. But, uh... Everyone's like, oh, Ethan, feel special. You don't just say that to someone. And I'm like, well, you see... Him and I were on the level where I love you was... an every night thing. A hug... Before he went inside his house... Was an every night thing. Um, hanging out was an everyday thing almost almost everyday thing he used to come up to my my work with me not his work I had two jobs he would come up to my other job and hang out with me and just chill so you know of course I'd buy him food and he'd buy me food it was like we were dating and then I got the ball to ask him out and he said yes and then the next night he said I'm not feeling a relationship. It's just kind of made everything awkward. And I completely agree with him because it took away the I love yous. Because you're not supposed to say I love you in the beginning of a new relationship. Because, you know, I, I don't fucking know why society's like that. But it just is. And it fucking sucks sometimes. Um, but continuing on, it's just like whack. Like, it's stressful because he's not here for me to send him a message and be like, hey, what does this mean? I have to send him a whole fucking letter to them now. And I don't know how how quick the turnaround is. Like, I'm hoping for a letter within the week. Like, within eight days. I would love a letter on my birthday. That's six days away. Or within six days. 
I sent it off yesterday. So when they came and dropped off the mail yesterday, they picked up that letter, took it to the post office. It was sorted. Probably sent off on a truck, you know, like UPS, USPS. Because I'm sure they send stuff kind of low-key priority. Not like low-key, low-key, but like they meet up at certain places and like, hey, this letter's going to Georgia. And they just pass it along, hopefully fairly quickly. So it's been probably close to 48 hours since it was sent off. Well, maybe 40 hours is probably more realistic of a time frame that it's been sent off. Um, and so I'm hoping it's close to Georgia, if not already there, you know? I don't know how, how mail works. I even asked a lady at the post office, what kind of stamp do I need? <laughs> um, but I'm hoping he writes back fairly quickly and he's not scared of rejection because I know that's one of his biggest fears. But I can never reject him. Why? He's my best friend. He's a person I go to for, or I used to go to for everything. And now he's not fucking here, so I still Snapchat him all the time, keeping him updated with my life. You know, confessing my love to him and for him, with him. You know, it's it's like it's like the best friendship. Because I know we'll probably never date again or get married. So, I'm still treat him like my husband. I mean, he gave me permission to say my husband's in the military when, you know, when rejecting a dude. Um, But then everyone's like, "Uh, nah, if he's away, that doesn't matter. He won't know. What he doesn't know won't hurt him. Yet, it will. Because I had to completely hide the fact that I tried to kill myself three weeks after he left. And, I mean, might as well tell that story now. I I said I would tell it last episode. So, when he left, he told me not to cut myself. And so, I agreed. I I don't want to... I didn't promise. I said, I can't promise anything, but I will try my hardest. And so I was good for three weeks, three weeks. And then stuff went down and I had a really shit day, shit week. And I sent a message out to my family saying, hey, if I go a little too far tonight, I'm sorry. And there's nothing y'all could have done to save me because Depression feels like a losing battle, but um, there, there's a there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not always death. Um, suicide's not the answer, and I know that now. But that night, I had a piece of glass and pressed down as hard as I possibly could twice. And I knew the glass was sharp because I was cutting up my thigh with it. And so when I tried to kill myself, uh, and it wasn't deep, it wasn't deep at all, barely scratched the surface, barely even scabbed. I sobbed because I even felt a suicide. And so 
I got in my bed wrapped up in my best friend's hoodie and cried for him to come home. Cried for him to come home. Didn't cry for anyone but him. And I just sobbed and sobbed until I passed out. And <clears throat> some would say that's unhealthy, but I would say at least I'm not dead. Um, he has saved me from suicide a lot, more than all my other friends have combined. Why? I don't know why. Probably because his, his advice and validation in a way meant so much more because he's my best friend so automatically it means more it's more trustworthy it's more validating and he was my crush is my crush so double whammy right there win win and so now he's writing me letters or a letter I don't know how quick the turnaround is. I messaged his sister. Um, but I hope it's a fairly quick turnaround, like within a week. I know I've said that. I'm just repeating now. Um, but it's just like stressful because I, I don't want to wait on something that's not there. Like, what if it's just a situational thing? Like, oh, he was my best friend, so he's what I want to get back to. He's, maybe he's confused about the way he feels. Maybe he doesn't really like me. He just misses the vibe I gave off. Maybe he just likes my vibe. Um, But in the end, he better be ready for an ass kicking because one, he left me, and two, he left me. And can you guess what number three is? Correct, he left me. Um, I mean, he left everyone. He left his family, so I know it's hard for him. But that bitch left me, and so I'ma fight him when he gets back. Um, but it's just crazy I mean I don't know where this is going it's it's getting late 448 now we've been at this for 27 minutes but when I'm in my car I imagine him in my passenger seat because that's where he was all the time um I don't even scroll through my camera roll anymore because I may not have a lot of photos with him or of him but It just means so much that I even have those. And I think there was, there's only one picture of us actually hanging out together, like a selfie that I took. And I I don't remember why I took it. But if it ever came down to it, I'd, I'd choose him in a heartbeat. Like if he was like, whoa, Ethan, I love you. Let's get married. I'd be like, hell yeah. Like immediately. Like, I even offered to marry him in my letter I sent him to get him out of the barracks. Because that's a win-win. He's out of the barracks, less stressful, and I get to be there with my best friend, helping him through all the stress, you know? I I am 
I will be the consistency that he needs, like the stability, like the the familiarity. No, yeah, instead of good enough, the familiarness of home. That's what I strive to be in his life. I will support him if he wants to quit. I will support him if he wants to sign three more contracts. I will support him no matter what because he is my best friend. Um, my mind is kind of empty at this point, which is good because what did he just do? He probably just saved my life again because I've only been clean from self-harm for a few days and each day gets rougher and I just want to cut, cut, cut. But all of them are healed. It's, it's usually a bad thing when I say that because then I relapse. But if I just talk about him when I feel like cutting, then, I mean, technically he is still saving my life. And, I mean, yeah, it may hurt to talk about him sometimes, but, like, I still love him for it. And he's just a bitch for leaving which, I mean, I'm so glad that he is one of the few that actually, you know, have has gone to the army and fought for, you know, our freedom. Well, he, he hasn't yet, but he's working on it. That's all that matters. He's working on being able to do that. And that's so much more than so many Glen Rose kids would do. Um, but I'm probably about to, like dip out of this um I'm not gonna say which one the next one's gonna be because I honestly have no idea just like this isn't even gonna be in the same quote unquote season as the uh why all my friendships have failed basically but regardless the whole point of this was I'm gonna marry my best friend or get charged with his spouse's murder. Like, point blank. And I'ma tell him that in the next letter I write him. So, uh... Yeah. Uh, keep a lookout for the next episode. I don't know if it's gonna be an episode like this. Or gonna be about one of my friends. Old friends, new friends. It's just really crazy at this point, man. I mean, nothing is certain so peace out